You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 1st of March. 2018 spring is almost here uh means a lot to uh to, to, to us in the east especially given that we just had fall spring we're about to be hit by uh by 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 very real winter um like imminently any minute now it's coming back um this is Jim Hedrum from digital always media and dave david from beast talk internet marketing and dave you're in the perpetual summer of the west coast are you not Yes, it's, uh, we're, we're just uh, readying ourselves for the flurry of cherry blossom uh, that are, that are going to be littering the ground and getting ready our shovels. Say, is that like real flurries of cherry blossoms or just like real flurries? Uh, no, we're, we're actually like I'm staring out at a tree that's bright pink with, uh, with cherry blossoms. I mean, it, 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 you know, the rest, the rest of us in, in North America, we're, we're kind of hoping all those cherry trees would die in the cold last week. That didn't it, happen, huh? It is true. No, we paid for it last week. We, we paid it forward <laughs> for some nice weather. Uh, now we've got it. So now we're sitting in the, I don't know, probably mid-50s. Yeah, that's where we were yesterday here on the, on, on the East Coast. I actually, I actually went for a bike ride yesterday, which was like wow. phenomenal. It was... It was uh, 16 Celsius, or whatever, they'd be like 60, 62 degrees Fahrenheit in Toronto. Uh, now it's negative 1 Celsius, so like, what, 30? Yeah. Um, climate change, eh? Tons of fun. Okay, this is a weird show. In the last hour, I um, found out that um, the American President Donald Trump has uh, basically declared trade war on uh, Canada and other 
um, and, and uh, Mexico and other steel producing countries. Um, and that's going to lead to other things, very likely uh, degradation of NAFTA and a completely different trade relationship between Canada and America. And we got to do a show on that because of so much uh, bilateral work in the tech industry. Um, but yeah, just kind of free spent. Just found this out in like in the like in the last hour. I haven't had zero time to do analysis on it, but I got this nasty feeling that that something really wicked is coming our way really soon. Yeah, well, I, I, I try not to. You know, and I think you're you're in the same boat. Other than you know specific issues like net neutrality, I I try and not talk on this. My worry uh, for my friends uh, south of the border. Um, you know, obviously, I have obvious concerns uh, being from north of the 49th parallel. Um, my concern south of the parallel is, of course, this is going to hit, um, you know, the, the the poorest because it's going to increase the price of some core products mm-hmm. um, just naturally. And, you know, if you're affluent, that doesn't really impact you if it's going to cost you an additional whatever $10 for your car. Um, but if you're scraping by, you know, every dollar counts. So that is, is the area where it's, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for some people south of the border. Obviously I have some, some obvious concerns being from, from north of the border on the, on the trade side of things, but um, it, it's going to be a, a peculiar thing to play out. It's also going to be an interesting thing to see. Is this just a bargaining tool, right? Is this just a, a, an empty threat to push to here and then pull back halfway and, and pretend you're getting what you want in the end? I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, a classic uh, bargaining tool. So, um, you know, well, it'll be interesting to see if that's actually the play here. Um, it, it will. End up going back. It will. And, you know, as these things go, there's going to be, you know, like harsh words and uh, harsh feelings and all that. And uh, it's important to remember that, you know, the people of each country didn't do this to each other. You know, like this is no... N- no American did this to me. Uh, the American president did this to me, but I understand many of them don't like him either. So, <laughs> you know, um, so there you go. Anyway, uh, it's just weird. I, I have to write a business blog after after the show, so my head is just reeling with where, where that's going to be going. Um, big week in search. Lots of announcements out of Google. Uh, mostly... Uh, on uh interestingly how google works it's shocking it's well what's shocking is that google's actually coming out and saying hey you know this is um kind of who we are and how, how how we work and i'm not sure if they're doing it from maybe it's a very positive influence of danny sullivan or they're just getting really tired of people making assumptions about how they do stuff <laughs> like if we if we can just wear them down by being wrong so often They'll that's just like, start telling like, us, but they'll tell us they're wrong, not our, the one we make up, but they'll tell us they're wrong. Yeah, but, well, that's reverse psychology, Google style, right? <laughs> okay, the, uh, there was a really cool uh, blog from the uh, product manager director of search at Google, uh, Emily Moxley, um, talking about how Google is you know, trying to work its head around, it's, 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 it's digital head, it's um, rank brain, if you will, around uh, providing fuller, more comprehensive, more, uh, uh, I guess, deeper researched and nuanced results to, uh, to questions you might ask in, in your search. 
Um, she posed she posed the example. Uh, somebody r- might write a uh, search question: "Gardens need full sun." Again, this is a uh, this is this is Emily Moxley's example in the Google blog. Um, but what does that mean? I mean, garden garden needs full sun. That could mean a whole bunch of stuff, right? Right. So, um, Ms. Moxley has written this this blog post on you know how Google is trying to figure figure it out, um, and she cites multifaceted feature snippets. Dave. Yep. I'm throwing to you. All right. Um, I, I, I immediately go on, on two tangents on those. As soon as I saw the story, my brain went two tangents. Um, and interestingly, one of them, they've just launched free courses. But we'll talk a, a, a little bit on that probably later in, in the show, some free, some free courses um, that Google's offering right now. Um, my first thought instinctively um, is great they're shoving my organic results further down <laughs> and then for, 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 for listeners who you know can't actually see the result and, and if you haven't seen it yet it's basically taking those answer boxes and multiplying them right adding a second or you know in that example there's a second but you know there could be a third um, you know so that's not necessarily good for users um, but I can just see um, Emily and I, you know, and, and those and those brains that that sit over at Google, going, all right, let's get our machines going on this, right? And 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 really deploying some very very strong machine learning. Do I think, and and what I mean by that, do I think that they want to have multiple answer boxes forever? No, I don't. Um, no, what I teaching. think they'll, sorry, we're teaching them. Well, exactly. So I suspect they're going to have machine learning sitting in the background going, under what circumstances are people selecting different things? What time of year are they trying to find out which ones need more sun? Which, uh, you know, and basically going, okay, under specific environmental conditions, this answer is right. So um, what Google's doing is instead of giving you one featured snippet where they're, you know, to, to, to try to answer, actually, you know, when they, when they got a really ambiguous question, I don't think they, they would have even returned to feature snippet. But now, when they get an ambiguous question, they're going to give you a multi-answered featured snippet, um, multi for for what they call multi-intent queries. Um, here's a query: tooth pain after a filling. Does that mean why does my tooth hurt, or how long will the tooth hurt, or will my tooth hurt, and I haven't gone in yet, right? Like. Yeah, There's a bunch of different so. things you could be asking. It, it is the big challenge. Like, you know it. I know it. Uh, machines have been at it. There's patents trying to sort this out. And it is the big challenge um, that Google has. And I think it's not just in search. I mean, this is a, a massive challenge that they're going to have in better understanding this entity that is Jim Hedger who's wandering around with this phone, mm-hmm. um, is understanding what is the context that I would pick up if you're if – you're, um, you know, if you just, you know, we walked up to each other and you were like, beer, I would understand that what you meant is, <laughs> hey, do you want to go for one? It's not, hey, I need a definition. Hey, I want to know what is it? You know, how much barley is it? Right? Like, you, I understand the context. I think that's what basically we're teaching it in the context of search here. Um, but I, I, I have to think that this is training, uh, training their systems I am interested to see in an iteration, and this I would think would come in, I don't know, a, a week, two weeks, are we going to see a version of this that's using carousels, right? As they start to get a little more confidence in a right answer, do they start showing you their primary first and then switch to a carousel for other options? That I'm, I'm interested to see if, if, if that's on the horizon. 
Well, here's a, here's another cool thing. You said something earlier uh, uh, that your first your first thought was, oh, damn, they're finding another way to bury the organics in, into the uh, search result page somewhere, right? Yep. Well, you know, about six months ago, maybe 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 twelve months ago, we started telling people, well, aim for the featured snippet. Like, answer that question. Get get that box. Now you might have like six ways to to basically get in that box. <laughs> That's a good point. So, you know, they might have pushed some organic listings down a little bit or over a bit or whatever, but um, there's more space on the front page if you're, again, doing the, doing the thinking of Google as a question-answering machine. Yeah, and you know what? You're, you're making me think that, and a strategy for our, for our, our, our listening friends here, um, and it's not actually in her example and probably on purpose, is... In, to answer that question, right, they, they've gone with like a paragraph, tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, blah, blah, blah. Is that actually the format you would use? I'm thinking not, to exactly your point, Jim. I would go with a list format. Why? Because it's not going to hit the end of the list. <laughs> They're going to have to click through if they want to see my list. Uh, then sure, that's a, a big part of featured snippet optimization, right, is, is create an environment where you are the best answer. It is clear you are the best answer. It's just formatted in a way where the complete answer can't be yes. in there. Just to click away. Just to click away. But you get you get that teaser. You know it's coming. You know you're about to get what you want. You just got to go there to get it and, and let that publisher put up an ad or two in the process. It's like that Dilbert cartoon that I've actually I've seen you uh, referencing a number of times. I own you, you click monkeys. <laughs> it's one of my faves. Indeed. Um, okay, we got a couple of minutes before we got to take a break. Um May as well jump to the uh, the almost shocking news. It was certainly emotional news, eh? Uh, Rand Fishkin's very last day at Moz was um, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... I guess we all kind of saw it coming, right? It's like, it's like when Cuts you know, officially announced he was not coming back. It's like, yeah, we, we kind of we all saw this coming. Um but you know what? At the same time, it's like when GeoCities closed. It was like, oh, well, that's an end of the thing, right? Like, it's like my first sight was over there, right? It's not. I'm not likening him to that, but just in that nostalgic, like, you know, I think it would be more impactful on my daily life if, say, Pete Myers left because he's actually one of the sure. people that's writing and, and, and coding the things that I use. Um, every day. Yeah. Rand, brilliant speaker, great marketer, don't get me wrong, and, and, and a great developer of this, but I don't blame him for going, I kind of built this as big as it's going to be, right? It's the entrepreneur, and I'm going, time for a new thing. <laughs> you know, that might be the case. There's a lot of speculation whether he's, you know, jumped or pushed. Hmm. Um, I think it was a little bit of both. Um, you know, maybe he wanted to jump and needed the push or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's been 17 years, almost two decades. And, you know, I, I next time I do see him, uh, or if we have him on the show, we do have to, uh, you know, remind him that he's been around so long. It's just like GeoCities. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, like, he'll remember GeoCities, so it'll make sense. <laughs> actually, is he old enough to remember GeoCities? I mean, like, he isn't that old, is he? We we are, <laughs> yeah. Bill it's true. He may not Bill be. Hard to rat like a, a a conference in Raleigh, North Carolina, like two years ago, and across the room, like way across the room, I got these, I got terrible eyes. Like I, I can't see like six feet in front of me. And so across the room, like like 
Um, there's this like total, there's this like total hipster with like this mustache that's like circling out of his face. Like, and, and Bill's like, um, hey, that's Rand. And I'm like, are you sure that's Rand? I'm not too hipster for even for Rand, I think. And uh, it turns out it was. And mm-hmm. um, had a fun, long conversation that night. Um, that was around the beginning of when this whole whole thing was going down. Right. Um, I remembered like just how young, how like he was really young at the beginning. Like it was twenty one years old. Sporting some yellow pumas. Yeah. Thirty seven <laughs> year or seventeen years later, um he has an amazing adventure ahead of him. I know that much. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. So and uh, and this well, time, uh, I know Geraldine's a, a big part of it at the at the outset, which must be nice uh, for them as a couple, right? To, to you know, before it was Rand's thing, and she kind of came in. Um, now they get to start something together, so that'll be nice. Yeah. And that something is Spark Toro. Um, sounds like they're going to be hooking up, uh, hooking up experts with those who needs them. Spark Toro. Um, okay, it's about twenty after the hour on the. Uh, 1st of March, 2018, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beatstock Internet Marketing. And this is an opportune time to take a break, so we're going to do that. Stick around. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. What is us? Us is a foundation. Us is the future. Us is a bond. But right now, that bond is fraying. And we need a place that could make it whole. From diabetes prevention to safety around water. The why fills the gaps. And bridges our divides. But they can't do it without us. Donate today. Because where there's a why, there's an us. Fed by members of the why. The why for a better us. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Webcology on Webmaster Radio FM. It's the uh, 
1st of March, 2018. And this is Jim Hedge from Digital Media, Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing. And I had to check the date a couple of times. This is March 1st, 2018. I uh, just checked a, a, a post that we have from Search Engine Roundtable I want to, we want to talk about. Um, and it's one of those posts, you know, you, 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 this has to happen to you all the time, Dave, where you, where you have to actually check the date to make sure, like, you're actually reporting on something that's like from today and not from like five years ago. <laughs> yep. Okay. So we've established that this is from today, March 1st, 2018. I double, I, I just checked again while I was saying this just to be sure. Okay. 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 John Mueller wanted to make sure that people understood just to make sure that people understand <laughs> why, why do we got to do this? Um, John Mueller wanted people to understand that Google Page Speed, um, that that that, that um, the Page Speed update and the mobile first index are different things. So a ranking factor and being in the index, completely different things. Capiche? Mm-hmm. Well, you knew that, right? Like, yeah. shoot. I I didn't even know there was a question. I'll be honest. Like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like we, we have this. Like we actually, we choose our own stories. Nobody fed this to us, but this happened to be one of those weeks where both Dave and I were doing gangbusters and didn't actually, you know, have a lot of time to research the stories first. And so we're just throwing stories at each other. And I think I threw this one in. And now I'm looking at it, going, why did I choose this? <laughs> well, you know what? I I think it's in part because I I've got to say for at least the last four weeks, I think each week we have had a story. That begins with could it be any other way, right? Like could could it was this just this blinding flash of the obvious? Yes, it was. Um, I don't know. That's like saying is 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 link building and content development they're different things, right? Like of course they are. Yep, there's some overlap in impact, but um, you know they're 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 completely different things, and you wouldn't call them the same thing. Um, so, and that's, that's exactly what we're seeing here. For anybody who thought the page speed update, i.e. make your site fast and the mobile first index, i.e. make sure you're mobile. Um, and we'll be talking more about that in the show as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, of course they're not the same thing. There is some overlap. And I, I think the confusion came in because people have been saying, yes, the, the mobile rankings and mobile first indexing and some of the, um, signals will be being increase in their importance in a mobile world yes. of course, is page speed. So they are part of the same conversation right. sometimes, but they're not the same thing. Okay. Again, just, uh, mo- okay. You know, this is, this is actually, this is to anybody who is my currently my client or going to be my client in the future. Everybody else can just go screw themselves, but for my clients and people who will be my clients in the future, an indexing factor and a ranking factor. So something that's like, you know, being in the index that gets you in the index, we'll say that's um, a really good uh, uh, site map. Helps Google discover all the pages and, uh, you know, it helps them get into the index. Or being like, you know, remarkably mobile friendly, that'll help them get into the mobile index when people are doing a search from a mobile device. You know, mm-hmm. that's the index. Then there are things that we do to get you higher in search results when people enter specific keywords or do a vocal query or whatever um, because they're looking for something. That's a ranking factor. So ranking, the index is like this big box that's got ladders in it and you can climb up whatever ladder uh, corresponds to the keyword queries 
mm-hmm. and each rung you go up is because a rank because you know you've you've achieved some cool thing with ranking that oh god you know the analogy fell apart and it was so good as i was making it up damn <laughs> <laughs> but you know for for the aspiring writers out there work on that one you can have it for free <laughs> it's almost works almost almost like the internet is like full of trucks it almost works <laughs> uh, all right where do you want to go from here I there's just go so to many sleep, directions man i've been working 12 hour days for the last week i want to go to sleep that's what i want <laughs> well you're I not allowed no, 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 no. Like, seriously, like tomorrow, the Toronto International Bike Show opens. Um, and for people in the Toronto area, it's at the uh, Better Living Center at Exhibition Place. And I'm doing the social media work for it. And it's the world's largest bicycle show. Like, we're talking hundreds, literally hundreds of thousands of bikes, tens of thousands of people at, at any given time, BMX competitions. Like, this is an indoor venue. There's going to be like, kids riding and doing backflips and stuff like probably over my head and scaring the heck out of me um it's going to be awesome this is my third year doing their social media and it's just non-stop and again it has been for the last week so i'm a little punchy that's that's my excuse <laughs> <laughs> where enough. do you want to go where do you where do you want to go dave uh you know what okay i guess we've we've actually got time that we can uh we can sort of buckle up for here oh yeah um, Google Assistant, one of the, the exciting things that happened for me this week, or, or that I was super interested in anyway. Um, the Google Assistant updated um, with routines and location-based reminders. Love it. Um, so basically what this is meaning is that you can now program your personal assistant, and I love that they combine the locations in here too. But basically if you said, I'm home, and with the location stuff, you can basically go, when I'm home. Um, it can do routines of tasks. So not just at a set time, do this thing, not, okay, Google, turn on my lights, but actually program it to when I walk in the door, turn on my light. You know, basically, all those devices that we have. Does it make um, you more connected? Yeah. You know what? If you, if you had a connected device that could accomplish that, it would do that. Um, so yeah, it can turn on lights, set alarms, adjust your thermostat, all of those things. Um, Something I'm going to find and interesting, and, and see if you know as, as this plays out as well, is those triggers of okay, I'm in my car and clearly I'm on my way home. Okay, turn up that thermostat, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, and, and 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 get the coffee brewing. I mean, if I want some on my way home, but like you know, just sequences of tasks that you can set up um, in advance just to make your life a little more George Jetsony. Um, oh, speaking and, and of, I, are you wearing are you wearing headphones or is this over a speaker? Me? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm wearing headphones right now. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I was going to screw with your Google Home device, but I'm not going <laughs> to now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't programmed any sequences into it yet. Um, but I, I do think that this is the great evolution of these technologies. And the battleground is, is 100% on. Um, and, and Google does, as far as I'm concerned anyway, Google does have the edge. And I'm following both Google and Alexa, and I, I have both. Yeah, you're both um, That's right. I do, yeah. They they sit, you know, next to each other. I haven't tried to get them to talk to each other yet, but I've run my tests. So I'm like, okay, which ones do better under which types of queries? Ironically, Alexa does better at math, um, you know, and, and complicated math problems, but um, which I did find unique, and, and I wasn't expecting them to give me better answers. But um, you know, this, this 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 yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, 
and now they can sell me a book that, you know, okay, clearly you're an idiot here. <laughs> um, but what I, what is really, really interesting is as we start to see more and more of this evolve, um, and you combine this with some of the studies, and I was just reading them earlier today, that, that Eric Enge um, and, and the Stone Temple folks have been doing on voice search um, growth and adoption uh, and who's adopting it and, and basically what they're, they're finding, and, and I think we've chatted about this recently, but not, I don't know about this specific fact, is people are becoming more comfortable with voice search in public places. Okay, so now you can start to program in these routines in, into public places. As more and more things are happening, as more and more devices get connected, I think this is a really, really interesting area, um, both for me personally, because, you know, it's convenient, um, but also in that adoption. Like me as a marketer, yes, a lot of the stuff that it'll be programming into their routine um, will not necessarily... Um, you know, be something I can directly use, but it's certainly going to paint a more and more sophisticated picture for Google about who I am and what I do. Um, and that's the part that the marketer in me is like, okay, if you can start to not just paint a picture of, you know, okay, I want to target somebody while they're making coffee. I mean, maybe you want to do that. And wouldn't that be interesting if you can now start to, to target that way? Um, you know, but actually paint a, a broader picture and go, you know what, here's like 500 people that are my target demographic. I'm just going to upload all their email addresses. Take a look at those, find people with similar routines, not just demographic, age, gender, right? Like not just that, but actually look at what people do in their day. Find people who are kind of the same and they may not be the same gender. They may not be the same age, but they have routines that are similar. They have patterns, they're important enough to program in that are similar target those people. And that's the part that as a marketer, as soon as I read that, I was like, okay, not today, obviously, because they've just added it, but they're going to paint a really good picture. And if I can start targeting people based on patterns um, and maybe not even ones that I programmed, but just going, okay, Google, find people like this in their daily activities. That's going to be, that's going to be very powerful marketing. I have an image in my head. Thanks, Dave. I needed this. I have an image in my head of Marty Weintraub in a cat burglar suit breaking into Google to go after the psychographic programming. <laughs> this is going to haunt me for the rest of my day. <laughs> oh, I can't unsee that, Jim. I, well, you put it in my head. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's amazing. Like, seriously. Um, and beyond like Marty Weintraub in a cat suit trying to steal psych psychographic programming from Google, which is, you know, kind of cool. Um, I imagine that the levels of information Google is going to have about every individual using this. Like, um, I'm happy to be able to like micro-target people based on a bunch of written factors or behavioral factors on the social media. Google is going to be giving marketers the ability to target people on stuff they do in real life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's really the power. And what I try to remember um, when I'm thinking about this stuff is not just, I mean, there's the, the obvious, right? Like anybody who's been in, you know, the, the AdWords interface, for example, right? And, and, and the way you can sort of target specific types of individuals. Um, you know, there's, there is that component that obviously gets me excited. If you understand that I have this specific pattern in my routine, 
you know, isn't that nice? Certain conveniences. You know, when I'm walking into my house um, that I tell, you know, okay, I'm home and I have the thermostat and it turns up to this. Well, isn't that going to be convenient next time I'm going to a hotel, right? You know, the thermostat level that I go with. So won't that be convenient? Um, but as a marketer, um, what I love is it, it's, and I suspect it it can't do it yet, but I'm suspecting where it's going to go is taking it past that obvious, what I can already kind of do go, okay, I know I want, you know, women in this age group who live in this region, right? Like, I mean, just sort of some of the basic, you know, I'm targeting like this, um, and start to understand that, okay, let's not, you know, somebody, uh, you know, uh, uh, a 14 year old boy may actually have um, the same focuses in a, in a purchasing decision um, as a 63 year old woman, even though they live a thousand you know miles apart um, in, in completely different areas. You wouldn't know that by demographic targeting, but you may know that by what they do in their day, right? And that's yeah. the part that really excites me is if we can learn a little bit more. Um, about what they do in the day. Now, what's going to be odd, and it, it's generally into areas that I hate, is there's no real way Google's going to be able to go, hey, I can tell you specifically what that is, right? They're just going to be painting these profiles um, of people and going, okay, you can tell me who you want, feed me your customer list, and I'll create you know, a, a, a sort of grouping. Of, I'll basically find people who have the same routines, who have the same patterns in their life, and we'll target them. Um, you know, we won't be able to, I, I don't like the part where we're kind of just going to have to trust them because they probably can't even paint a picture for us, you know, on, on in our interface and go, here's exactly who they are. Right? How do you define that? Well, they all walk in and their heat goes on to this temperature and they do, you know, how do you define that? You don't. Um, but I, I think it's going to be incredibly powerful. Can you tell I'm pretty excited about this this sort of next evolution? I didn't really see it coming until I saw this one, and then I'm like, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's not just about it knows I'm walking past a coffee shop and I like Starbucks, right? It you know it knows more than that now um, and, and can make better decisions. I I'm excited. You remember Moore's law, right? The the basic principle that every 18 months or so we're going to double the amount of processing power that we can like jam on any given silicon chip. Yep. That law has, you know, basically said that every eighteen to twenty-four months, we've, you know, gotten twice as fast at doing stuff, and that, you know, sort of ideas are bound by our, you know, technological allowances. What we can actually get away with doing. So you have a great idea. Well, if you can pull it off, you can do it. If you can't pull it off, you can't do it. We are advancing so rapidly and the only thing that is acting as a carburetor slowing our advancement is the speed at which we can um, well the speed at which we can think which we don't even you know being done digitally now or being done electronically now so that we've come this far this fast is stunning I mean Five years ago, ten blue links. That was, you know, um, that was you, you. You had a hard time seeing past that. Now um, they are perfecting um, how to deal with uh, the multifaceted complexities of mobile search, um, and like, 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 um, predict. It's not even going to be predictive analysis anymore because you're telling them everything about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, 
it's yeah, it's 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 it's, it's on one side it's completely exhilarating because it can be there can be so much so much greatness for human potential. On the other side, it's kind of like an episode of Black Mirror that never ends. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody kind of has that feeling. It's like, okay, there is going to be a tipping point where it kind of goes south on us. Um, and and that's, that's the, the fun about being, I think, you or I or, you know, any litany of our, our friends that I, I see talking on Facebook. Tracy Ingram, hat tip to you. He's probably the most, you know, talking about AI and stuff like that um, of my Facebook friends. Um you know, it's it's we have that sort of duality within us, and I think it's it's unique for us because I look at it on one hand as a marketer, and I'm just sort of like I start salivating with the capabilities that I am, gr- like comparing now to what I had a decade ago, and then comparing yeah, now with Apple well, it's getting more rapid. So, like two years from now, it's going to be a completely different ecosystem. Um, you know, and then of course we can, you know, we, we all know technologies and, and the failings of it. So we can all have that same sort of, Ooh, this, this may end poorly in the meantime, it's going to be really fun to be a marketer, but it might not end awesome. (laughs) So So make your money now. (laughs) Exactly. Before the whole system collapses and then, well, your, your money's gone. I don't know, but (laughs) yeah, cause it'll be, you know, by then it'll all be digital anyway. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, on that, we're just going to close the show. That, that's, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, we've been talking a lot about evolution this show because this is, this has been um, a, a, a couple of weeks where a great deal is actually actually happening and changing. Um, this one, I'm not so sure how long it's going to stick around. Uh, the introduction of breadcrumbs into mobile search results. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important because it's, you know, changing the face of where we're trying to get placements for our clients and such. But um, like you said at the beginning of the show, hey, guess what? They just found a way to take more organic space from you. Yeah. Um, In the uh, mobile and desktop, obviously different. Um, Hell, the orientation of the street in, in and of itself is different. And so the way you lay out the way you lay stuff out has to be different. And you only got so much space. What do you do when you only have so much space? You go. Uh, you if you can't go up and down, you go side to side. And it looks like that's what Google is trying to do by introducing um, a form of bread, uh, sort of like a combination between breadcrumbs and the swiping you do at Tinder into uh, mobile <laughs> search results. <laughs> I don't like third president. I'm going to swipe him off. <laughs> um, and maybe I'll get 130000 for it. <laughs> it, it it's funny because I love the picture I'm staring at of, of, of a bunch of prime ministers from India right now going, I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about them to, <laughs> to, to, to make a call here. Um, yeah, I don't see this lasting very often. I do think it's interesting. I mean, obviously, you know, I like breadcrumbs, but it doesn't really serve an SEO value to them. It doesn't aid them in establishing the hierarchy. It does aid them in conveying what that hierarchy is to the outside world. Um, but I have never looked up, say, you know, the, the, the name of a prime minister, I'll go with, you know, Canada, right? Like, you know, I, I've never looked up Brian Mulroney and gone, Oh, you know what I want? I want all of the people one level up from that. I, I want to just like, now I just want to see every prime minister. No, I, I I've never gone in with that, with that intent. Right. If I'm looking up an individual's name, I'm looking for information on that individual. So 
I don't really see the, the high usefulness of breadcrumbs in here. Um, what it's I think a space is a mean... It's totally a space saver. That's why they're doing it. And they're, they're, they're experimenting with results that have no commercial implication. Right. I, I suppose that, that is true. Um, one of the things I think we can all take from it, though, um, either whether it stays or whether it goes, um, is we can clearly start to see how they're forming entity information, right? So if yeah. you can enter in something and see the path, you'll see how they're defining the most important sort of characteristic of that entity is, um, which in and of itself is 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 unique, um, the, the, the capability to, to see that. So, um, you know, if you have a chance, go uh, Dave? stick around, but, but, but I, I don't think it'll last. Yeah, that's my feeling, too. I think they're experimenting with it. We'll see what happens, but, um, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break in a few moments. We've got time for one more quick one, and I think this is another, this is a public service announcement with a groan. Um, <laughs> the mobile first index will crawl desktop sites, just in case you were worried about that. Were you worried about that? Uh, yeah, I'll just go, uh, <laughs> the, the groan that you were calling for. Yeah, I don't. Um, you know, quite understand why that was that was a thing, but um, okay. <laughs> so okay, we have a, in case people thought okay. First off, if like if 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 you mobile first index is going to be serving up results primarily for search queries that were conducted on a mobile device, it will replace the desktop index over time. But Google's not ready to do that yet. This is, I'm right so far, am I not? Mm-hmm. You need a scorecard to keep up with this. Um, <laughs> if you're in the mobile-first index, chances are you're going to get ranking supremacy in both environments, mobile and desktop, because Google wants to refer and to, to mobile-friendly sites first as a means of encouraging all webmasters to start designing for mobile, because let's face it, those screens aren't getting any bigger. Right, um, and they won't be getting much bigger in the future because, um, well, I mean, we, we an untethered future is the future, right? Like, like I'm well, nobody wants wires. So that so, but 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 desktop still exists. We still got wires. We still got people, places of business. We haven't been uh, completely replaced by robots and machines yet. So people still got to do searches on desktop, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they will for years to come. Yeah, indeed. Um, you know, and yeah, of course, Google wants to understand differences and, and those sorts of things. I don't, I don't know. This was another one of those, okay, we got two this week, where it's just like, I, I didn't know we were wondering about this, but okay. Well, you know, <laughs> obviously, people are wondering. Like, and I, I guess I can get it, because um, Dave, you and I have I've had the luxury of seeing six or seven iterations of the industry in our in our careers. Valid point. So... Well, I think I don't know. I've lost I lost count a long time ago, but that's the whole point. Our whole our careers have been punctuated by change, right? Yeah. Um, if you're newer to the industry, the change itself might be extremely disconcerting. Um, it's it's uh, it's easy not to panic when you've seen the world end a hundred times. That's true. You know what? In, in defense, I guess for you and I, every four to six weeks when we started. Yeah. So along came the Google dance, everything else changed, and 
you buckled up for another four to six weeks because that was about all that was going to happen, right? Things have changed. I know you remember it. Maybe a position. (laughs) Maybe in that time. But that was pretty much the algorithm, and there we were. Um, So you're right. We we cut our teeth at a time when there was a major update. It happened during four to six weeks, and and they were big. (laughs) It was like... You know, we were talking, you know, with the recent, you know, even Penguin and Panda and Mac cuts had come out going, it impacts 2.2% of all queries. And we'd be like, that's a lot of queries. Yeah. Well, it's the, like the one in our day, like when we started, oh my God, that's the oldest I've ever sounded. Um, but when yeah. we started, you know, it was 100% of queries were impacted. That was just it. And not just a little bit in most cases. So, um, Dave, 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 we go, you know what? I'm so sorry, man. We have gone, we, that was fun, but we just went way over time. We got to take a break. Oh, Brasco. Uh, we're going to have like two minutes coming back from break. Eh? <laughs> okay. Um, folks, I'm having David to be like a marketing. This is Jim Edward, did always meet you. This is a web call to you on Webmaster Radio FM. It's the 3rd of March, 2018. We're taking a break right now. Back to it Really, we will be. See you soon. Marijuana! Commercials off. Now back to Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Not on my watch, our military service members say, as they volunteer to serve, as they move out, stand firm, and take fire. So not on our watch, we say, to the severely ill or injured veterans who can't get the care they deserve to live full and independent lives, even when there's no government funding or a nursing home seems like the only option. We won't leave one warrior behind. Not on our watch. Join us at findwwp.org. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Voice Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, during the break, Dave, I, I, I read this piece that you posted in our, in our, uh, in our news feed. Um, the one on uh, learn with Google AI, 
making uh, ML education, machine learning education available to everyone. Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. I, I need to ask, where were you? Do, do you remember? Did you have a, a eureka moment, a breakthrough moment when you realized that uh, AI was the future of not only this industry, but pretty much the future of human endeavor? Um, you know what? I, I do remember it, and it was it was because I didn't notice it happen. Um, and it was when the announcement on Rank Brain came out, and it was mm-hmm. in the fall of, of 2015, and they told us it had been deployed in spring. And yeah. I went, that's, that's how well it went, that none of us really noticed. And now you can sort of see it everywhere. And as soon as all of us saw it, I was like, uh, okay, I get what you I, I see what you did there. Um, but that's really what, what hit home with me. Um, and then, of course, there was a second round when John was made the head of search, right? And he headed up the Rank Brain team. And it was just like, okay, this is, this is a really big deal. Um, How about you? For me, I think it was maybe a few months after that, uh, 2015-ish, I was interviewing uh, Martin Ford, the um, author of Rise of the Robots. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talked about combining machine learning with uh, 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 robotics and an experiment that they were running in Amazon uh, fulfillment centers. And it was like a... Uh, uh, like a bell rang, um, and I was one of the Pavlov's dogs. My brain just started salivating at the possibilities. Um, and then it was reinforced uh, on on actually on our show when we had Eric Enga on twice to talk about um, his own experiences in machine learning. Yeah, yeah, um, no, and 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 he knows his stuff. <laughs> he knows his stuff. When in fact, I think actually we want to have him on again in the future, but. And I'm sure he would endorse this statement 100%. Uh, search marketers out there, SEOs, it's only a matter of time. If you want a future in this industry, this is where you need to focus your learning time or, or much of your learning time. Um, it's the way it is going to go. And, uh, you know, Google's going to make it a little easier for you. Um, learn with Google AI. Have you, have you checked any of this out yet, Dave? I haven't had a chance to go through it because I just found out about it this morning and, you know, got, as you talked about earlier, it's been a, been a busy one, but it's, um, <laughs> I, I've got it right in my, in my bookmarks bar now as a, a place to go. Um, you know, I like keeping up on stuff. No, exactly. And I think something for, for our listeners to know is what Jim was saying, or, and correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't, hey, you need to become a machine learning expert. It was pay attention to what's going on, take a few of these courses, understand what they're talking about, because then you can, you don't need to be an expert to go, ah, I see what you're going to do, right? I'm not a machine learning expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I've done a lot of reading and watching on it, and so I can go, okay, I can, I have a pretty good idea of where this goes. Well, and and you can have, you can have more than an intelligent conversation on the subject, which means you're you're making educated and informed decisions when confronted with um, and that's as an SEO, that's where you have to have to be able to put yourself. Indeed, indeed. Um, and, and you're you're spot on. And so for 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 our, our listeners over at developers.google.com/slash machine hyphen learning uh, hyphen crash hyphen course 
Yep, it's that <laughs> way of course, right? Like, it's awesome. Um, you, you get to, it, it even lets you select what context you're coming from. You can come in as just a curious cat, that's their wording, not mine, or you can come in as a developer, right? Or you can come in as just like a, a business analyst, right? And it will, I, I've done it, I've clicked the different buttons and it tailors the courses that they're recommending around what it is you're looking for. So if you're just starting out, pick curious cat, head through. It's a, it, it looks to be a, a pretty basic, um, you know, sort of entry level built for people who are just wondering what is this machine learning and, and you can sort of go from there. Okay, you might want to get a primer before jumping into the machine learning course. And, and for there, you, 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 you um, ai.google, uh, ai.google slash education. In this case, .google is, the, uh, is actually the top level domain. <laughs> um, so ai.google, I had to look at that twice. Eh? It was, I figured that AI was a subdomain of google.com, but it's, no, it's ai.google slash education. Wow. Um, and uh, that'll give you a primer in um, artificial intelligence, the, the, the core of machine learning, mm-hmm. and um, a way you're going to go. But uh, what was it? What, two segments, three segments ago, we were talking about um, just the rapidity of development and how it's, you know, sometimes catches us by surprise, but we're moving ahead so rapidly because we're enabling ourselves to move ahead so rapidly. Yep. And AI right. is going to blow like 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 we've had this 18 to 24 month cycle for as long as uh, actually for my entire lifetime my 50 year lifespan has been on this 18 to 24 month uh, cycle that's over it's going to accelerate so precipitously in 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 unknown ways as of Absolutely. Well, as of last year as of 2 years ago yeah. Um, yeah, phenomenal, eh? Yeah, it's 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 an exciting time to be alive. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, speaking of, we got like maybe a minute and a half left. Did you see the story? This isn't in our newsfeed, but did you see the story about the uh, astronaut who printed a wrench that was developed um, by NASA hours earlier and and uh, emailed to him in uh, at the space in the space station, and he printed it off a three D printer. I did. I did see that. That's funny that both of us saw that same story. Like, oh my How god! How remarkable is that? Yeah. Like that's 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 that's, that's the first time something that was uh, designed on Earth was manufactured in space. Well, and that's I think the the excitement and probably why they sent that thing up there, other than you know, so the majestic could print out <laughs> their, their map of the internet. Um, but that's the, the, the great thing about these 3D printers for NASA is that you don't, you no longer need to send everything up because half that stuff you never needed, right? But you needed to have it in case you did. Well, now you don't need to. You just need to send up the blueprints to print the thing. Um, huh. Okay, on that, we have come full circle. We've done a full hour and... Uh, we got to uh, we got to say goodbye here on Webcology, but we are going to be back next week. So, on behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening. To, you've been listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio on the first uh, of March, 2018. Spring is coming. I swear to God, it's coming. It really is just over there. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, more great stuff on the network uh, after the news. Stay tuned.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.